This episode's not like the other ones. It's a little bit quirky. Let's just say it never quite fit in. It's just... <laughs> it's doing its own thing. <laughs> All right, good Riley. Microsoft's latest attempt to convince the world's regulators that its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard would be totally fine is by forming a fell alliance with Nintendo and Nvidia to battle the forces of antitrust and frankly embarrass its console nemesis, Sony. The Microsoft Nvidia agreement will introduce Microsoft games to the GeForce Cloud service, including Call of Duty, depending on the outcome of the Activision acquisition. I, this is great wordplay. A similar 10-year deal will make Call of Duty games available on Nintendo devices. No word yet on whether Soap McTavish will be added to the Super Smash Bros. roster. Or if it'll be able to run on Switch. Here's hoping though. Sony rejected basically the same deal when it was offered by Microsoft, and I can't imagine that seeing other industry players gain access to Microsoft's cool clubhouse would feel very nice for any giant tech corporation. To make matters worse though, for Sony, the Communication Workers of America, a major video game labor union, has added their support to the deal in return for a pledge of neutrality from Microsoft toward future unionization. They promise, what, what, Sony, you don't care about workers' rights? More, More like, like workstation, <laughs> am I right? You said it. Speaking of Activision, they recently confirmed that they suffered a major data breach resulting in the theft of employee data and their release schedule back in December. Law enforcement's prime suspect now is a furry green man wearing red. What, the Grinch? He's the company with a dog. The breach was apparently caused by a successful SMS phishing scam that gave the hacker privileged access to Activision's internal network. Activision stresses no sensitive employee data, game code, or player data was accessed, which doesn't explain why they didn't notify the public or their own employees. In fact, Activision only announced that the breach occurred after a cybersecurity research group posted screenshots of the stolen data to Twitter, which apparently came as a shock to many within Activision. The hacker was able to access spreadsheets, including the names, phone numbers, email address, and work addresses of employees, which doesn't meet the strict legal definition of sensitive data in California. It's a bit like saying, hey, I didn't post your nudes, just this picture of you in beige underwear that happens to be skin tight. And we like the bulge. It's my favorite battle. We love it, the bulge. A large international law firm, Allen & Overy, that's real, has partnered with OpenAI to test an AI model specifically designed for legal work. The tool is called Harvey, presumably named after other prominent Harveys in the legal profession, such as Spectre, Birdman, or Dent. Harvey was trained on an extensive database of legal knowledge and the firm began to a trial run with OpenAI back in September. Now though, they're expanding their use of Harvey at a time when many other firms are looking to get into the AI craze as well. Unlike previous attempts at an AI lawyer, Harvey is not giving advice to clients. Rather, it's being used as a tool to increase the efficiency of existing employees by answering simple legal questions and drafting messages to clients, as well as documents. Areas of law, like contracts and license generation, tend to be highly predictable and typically use standardized, though hard to read, language, meaning they're an obvious use case for AI-generated text, so long as it's thoroughly checked by a professional. Apparently, Harvey performs well at general legal tasks, but struggles in more niche areas of knowledge, and the firm is warning clients about the possibility of AI hallucinations, otherwise known as making stuff up, or Saul Goodman-ing. Goodman-ing? Saul Goodman. All right. <laughs> now it's time for the quick bits, brought to you by Jackery. Whether you're looking to make margaritas on the beach, baby, 
living that band life, son, or preparing to leave civilization behind. Their Solar Generator 1500 Pro has all the juice you need to keep your device energized. Since it's massive, 1500 watt hour capacity allows up to seven devices to be plugged in simultaneously or pair your power station with an array of Jackery Solar Sega 200 watt solar panels for a full charge in as little as two hours. Check with the Jackery SG1500 Pro and get 10% off all Jackery products at the link below. Ever wonder why there's always exactly five quick bits? Well, me too, they don't tell me anything. The heavily hyped game Atomic Heart has launched without support for ray tracing. Odd seeing as it was predominantly featured in several Nvidia RTX showcases and Mundfish, Atomic Heart's developer, made no announcement that ray tracing would be removed. Say it with me, more like Atomic Fart. <laughs> this would seem to be at odds with accusations from the Ukrainian government that the game was funded by oil giant Gazprom. If you're funded by Russian oligarchs, you 100% have ray tracing money. Come on. Samsung has updated its voice assistant Bixby, which apparently still exists, to answer calls on behalf of users, possibly in their own voice? Bixby can clone a user's voice from just a few samples, so if you're unable to take a quick call, you can just send a quick text instead, which Bixby will read out in your voice. Word of warning though, your mom might just decide she likes this new robot you that always answers her calls better than the flesh and blood version. And if there's one thing I know, it's your mom. <laughs> Apple has just ordered the entire stock of TSMC's first gen three nanometer chips for its upcoming iPhone 15 Pro and M3 Max, the most important of all the upcoming devices, according to Apple, anyway. Intel's 15th gen Arrow Lake processors were supposed to launch in the third quarter of next year using TSMC's three nanometer process for their GPUs. But based on delays in Intel's orders from TSMC, Arrow Lake's launch will likely be delayed into the first quarter of 2025. But hey, we'll all be dead anyway. <laughs> I used to be a chip manufacturer too, but then I took an arrow leg to the knee. Rovio, the game developer famous for the wildly popular mobile game Angry Birds, I love that one, has announced they will be pulling the original Angry Birds from mobile stores. Their stated rationale is the game's impact on their wider games portfolio, likely a reference to the fact that their other titles are free to play games meant to suck players dry through microtransactions, while the original Angry Birds was a game you bought and owned for a dollar, after which it would never again ask you for money. Unlike most of your relatives. Speaking of, do you have like five bucks? <laughs> I wish I had a toonie to flick at you. Hey, you know how Twitter tried to turn the blue check mark into an $8 status symbol? Well, Tumblr, a social media platform that does still exist, I'm assured, decided it would be funny to sell what they called important blue internet check marks for a single payment of $4, a decision that has apparently increased Tumblr's iOS revenue from in-app purchases by 125%, which admittedly was probably a pretty low bar. Totally makes up for the porn loss, right? Officially, the check marks do nothing and are simply to show that you are an important person on the internet. Users can buy as many as they want and even give them to other people. Warning, important blue internet check marks may on occasion turn into crabs. In a process called carcinization. You can get it from a toilet seat. And you can give other people the gift of tech news if you tell them to watch on Friday, possibly from a toilet seat. We'll have laughs, but you can't play Angry Birds anymore on there. <laughs> oh, it's over, bye.